You're listening to This Hong Kong Life, a podcast of stories and conversations with everyday youth across Hong Kong. Every week, we bring you episodes that reflect the authentic voices of our local youth, sharing their thoughts and feelings of growing up and living in the city we call home. Welcome to Season 7. Very often when we look at something, we are merely taking in the tip of an iceberg. There is always more, much, much more, to what we can see. I'm Renee, the youth host of This Hong Kong Life. I will talk to other young people like me and discover what's under the surface. Hello, welcome back to another episode. Today we have Winsel here. Hello. Hi, thanks for having me. So, how are you feeling today? I'm feeling quite good. The weather is pretty nice today. Yeah, right. It's like kind of breezy, but not too hot or too cold like the previous day. Yeah. So, you know how like in Hong Kong, we're in such a busy city. Do you even think that mental health isn't part of like our awareness or... Like, no one really cares about it at this point because we have so much to do in Hong Kong. I feel like definitely here in Hong Kong, physical health definitely overrides mental health. When we talk about health, it's definitely in a narrative of like, am I fit enough? Am I thin enough? And et cetera. But nobody really talks about like, oh, how am I actually really feeling? Or how are certain things affecting my mental well-being? So yeah, I agree that mental health isn't necessarily something that's broadly discussed, but I think like since covid it's been definitely coming into light yeah totally i realize that it's like no longer important in our life because i feel like in hong kong people are just too busy to even realize that mental health is kind of an issue right now yeah definitely i feel like here in hong kong it's more so about like what you're doing and when when are you doing it and how fast are you able to do those things it's definitely a very productivity focused kind of society right now where we're at at least so that like mental health and how you're really feeling doesn't really come into light as much yeah totally so i heard you're like born and raised in hong kong do you have any like things specific to share about like growing up in hong kong so being born and raised here in hong kong um i i'm a filipino so but most of my life i've went to chinese or like local schools so when i was in primary school it was very difficult because um my parents don't speak cantonese and being in a local school learning chinese like cantonese and mandarin was kind of a mandatory and everything was taught in cantonese and i pretty much basically had to rely on myself to learn the language without a lot of support externally actually um what my mom and i used to do we would like go up to strangers and wow. <laughs> yeah we would like go up to strangers and like mcdonald's or like in a bus stop and like ask like a stranger like hey do you have like a few minutes of your time do you mind helping like my daughter with her homework it's fine if you also just circle out the answers and she'll write it out herself and that was pretty much how i got th- tried or attempted to get through primary school at least but that obviously didn't really work out as much because I still didn't get the amount, the support that I needed to keep learning and improving myself. It's gotten so bad to the point where it's like I've also received discrimination from like teachers and even like the principal. Sorry to hear this. Yeah. Um, so it's gotten to the point where um, my grades were so bad, obviously, and it was parents' day and my mom was called to the principal's office and my mom thought, oh, is 
like my child in trouble? Did, did she do something wrong? Did she not get along well with others? But actually, it was a principal kind of scolding my mom and telling her off about like, why did you put your daughter into a local school? You know, she's not gonna make it here. You should just put her into like another like ethnic minority school or like schools where ethnic minority students go to. And that obviously really hurt my mom because you would expect that a school would be more supportive of a student's learning journey. But I wasn't able to get that when I was in primary school and it was very difficult. Um, but despite that incident, it kind of also motivated me, but also given me a lot more pressure to perform as well as I could to make through primary, the rest of primary school and carry that into secondary school. So obviously there was a lot, already a lot of academic stress about I'm not as competent as other students who are in my grade because they have the right resources and like private tutoring, which at the time we couldn't really afford. But towards the end of primary school, um, I survived anyway. It was very difficult, but I made it through. And um, despite it being difficult, I'm quite thankful for being able to go through that experience because um, I'm also thankful to my, my parents for putting me through a local school because if I didn't go through that, then it would be a whole other thing about not me not being able to assimilate into Hong Kong because I wasn't able to speak Cantonese or Chinese. I see, like, I see how you tried, like, really, really hard. Speaking from my experience as a Chinese, what people see a Chinese that's not really a Chinese, like those American-born Chinese, but I'm Singaporean, so it's just, like, kind of giving me, like, the fact that for me, learning Chinese has been tough because I look Chinese and people expect me to know Chinese well, but Technically, I just can't read or write, and people expect to just be like, aunties on the street, like, can you read this? Like, when I'm ordering food, like everything. It's just like, maybe Hong Kong is not really creating like a welcoming society for us, like, for us, like non Chinese, non Chinese speaker, even though we do know Chinese, but we're just not fluent. Yeah, but if I like seeing my other friends who aren't maybe as fluent in Cantonese, I also saw how they struggled to fit in with, sometimes struggle to fit in with other local students. So that was like a whole other side that I wasn't able to experience firsthand, but I saw it through the lens of people that yeah. I know. I really like do think that this is kind of a big problem, but people at the same time don't really realize this as a problem i think yeah so i know like you're a really productive person because sometimes when like facing different like issues people are genuinely like not as productive as they usually are so do you have any like coping mechanisms that help you with productivity um Actually, productivity is my coping mechanism. Not to say that is, is a good one, but I'll, more on that later. The whole reason why I use being productive as sort of like a coping mechanism was it was it started in secondary school when I was dealing with some issues at home and like it was a very difficult time for me mentally and emotionally, which also affected me physically. But because in Asian families, you usually don't talk about feelings. That's basically yeah, like that's every Asian family ideology and perspective. Yeah, so like, you know, if you talk about your feelings, it's not welcome here. So 
having that in mind, I was like, okay, I don't want to be a burden to my family. You know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to keep working so I don't have to think about this. So that's where it started. Like in secondary school, I joined all these different clubs or all these different activities. Just so, or you say you're like outgoing I actually wasn't very outgoing. Oh. Yeah. Contrary to popular belief, you would think like theater people are super outgoing. But I, w I started doing theater when I was in secondary school. Oh. That was also kind of my coping mechanism. I'm quite of an like, outgoing person. <laughs> I was never an introvert. I've been like introverted my whole life. So I'm like, yeah, I get energy. I feel better from like being around people. Yeah. Thank you for joining us today, Wednesday. It's very nice having you here, sharing your thoughts and experiences. Thank you for having me. Okay, bye. I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for listening. This Hong Kong Life is an initiative of Kelly Support Group. We are a youth organization empowering young people to reach their full potential in Hong Kong. If you like the show, please subscribe and get new episodes every week. We would love to hear from you, nominate yourself or friend to share next. Drop us a note at hklife at kelly.org. See you next time.